You are listening to Paolo Di Marco Podcast, one of the world's leading luxury magazines. Welcome, everybody, to Paolo Di Marco Podcast with Alan Campbell. Today on the show, we have Prince Lorenzo di Medici. Welcome. How are you? Uh, very well. Thank you. Having, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, no problem there. How's your day going so far? Very well. Beautiful day. And I'm with my daughter. I'm in the beautiful California. A lot of work to do, but a beautiful day. You are accomplished in the arts of the banking industry, but also you are called a philanthropist. What is the mindset you have when going into a new project? In my family, the Medici family, um, we always bring a philosophy that was for many, many years inside of all our art and all our table and furniture. It was to remind the way we have done business for a long time. And it was called uh, Venture Capitalist for Philanthropic Profit. Uh, it's very important to have a vision in life of doing business, but at the same time, remember that we can be better uh, businessmen if we can somehow give uh, uh, philanthropy as part of our revenues. And so I think a lot of my ventures, a lot of my business, a lot of the things I'm doing in, uh, in, uh, in my life has always this motto that was brought for my families for a long time. And, um, you know, sometimes uh, antiquity and art are giving us so that was uh, bring it for years and years to go uh, and they will be forever there. Um, I signed my art with uh, a signature that was created in the 1200 in, uh, in Florence by my ancestor Lorenzo the Magnificent and it represents hope, love and charity. We need love for the tomorrow uh, and for being, uh, being strong and we need the hope to think that there is a tomorrow and the charity because we need to give back. We need to give back to the community or to anyone that has part of our life. So I do these two things as part of any venture I'm involved in, depending if they are philanthropy or venture capitalist investment. What is life without love? Life hey. without love is no life. There is a substitute. They change the words love with fate. So some people that doesn't have the opportunity to have a great love in life, many of them, and uh, it's something, you know, not all of us probably were lucky, but you can change with fate. So fate is another way of loving. And so fate is stronger, like love, even stronger than love. You have been on reality TV shows, Secret Prince and podcast. What is your favorite platform for publicity? But I, I think, uh, you know, we change the way we think. And so... Today, internet is a great vehicle, and I'm speaking almost every day international event. This morning, today is the 8th of March, is the Day of Women, and I was one of the speakers at the World Summit for Women with the daughter of uh, Nelson Mandela and some other great international people. So the internet is a wider platform who fits better with me and with the international uh, persona that I am. Being a culinary expert, what is your favorite dish to eat or create from your book? Um, yes, my book is putting together 30 different recipes about the Medici. There is so many of them, but uh, my favorite probably is uh, tiramisu. No, not many people know that tiramisu was called the Duke Cake at the origin. Uh, it has traveled the recipe from uh, Florence, Anzi, from Lucca in Tuscany to Florence, uh, was giving us a diplomatic tools, and then from Florence went all the way to England. It changed the name. 
and uh, changed some ingredients and from England went back to Italy in Venice where the name tiramisu was given uh, and and the tiramisu is one of my favorite uh, dishes. It needs to be done in the right way, the right proportion. Your guest has to arrive at the right moment at home, and so that's a great experience. So I, I think the tiramisu it's not just normal dish; it's a dish that has to be done with the right proportion of everything, the right proportion of eggs, right proportion of cream, right proportion of uh, ladyfinger biscuits, and proportion of coffee, proportion of uh, of of amaretti. And then it needs to be put in the fridge at the right moment. It's almost a, an engineering, engineering hot plate. And uh, Italians are famous to be great engineering, great hot people. And so I think that's why it's one of the mark uh, Italian dishes. When creating portraits of your ancestors, what creative emotions do you feel when designing them? I have started this collection called Renaissance Pop, where I design all my ancestors. I, put, I paint them, uh, I create from older portraits, I bring them back in life. I use color, I use fabric, I use gold, I use uh, a lot of different layers of three-dimensional effect on my painting, because I think that we can modernize the history and the history can help us becoming uh, future players. My ancestors were the players of the Renaissance and they have given us a lot of information. So through my art, I'm bringing back this philosophy and, uh, and it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a way of expressing a gratitude to my, to my ancestor and, and, and be part of the future generation. The driving experience is what makes the car, but what experience does the car make the driver in your opinion? I think that this driving experience is probably one of the most exciting things is in the Italian DNA, uh, racing car and uh, looking to car and designing car. It's part of uh, like making a great cappuccino. So we have in, in my culture and we have in my DNA and, uh, and I'm that philosophy is a passion. If you can have a pleasure of working and driving and having fun and feeling under you emotion, that's what a car should give you emotion. You donated to charities. Tell me what you are working on currently and the potential future. Yes, that's an interesting part of my life. I have donated a lot and I was part of different organizations. I'm part still of a lot of organizations. I'm, I'm involved with genetic uh, and uh, ethics and I'm involved with brain, uh, brain uh, development and understanding Still today, you know, we have a lot of investment on the cancer side, who that's in, absolutely very important, but not a lot of people are trying to figure out what's happening in the brain, I'm spending a lot of time on that research side. There's a lot of different center and different Nobel Prize that I'm supporting as uh, uh, James Watson, who is the creator and Nobel Prize winner of the DNA. Uh, I am part of uh, a lot of different aware awareness uh, Awareness uh, Women uh, Foundation. I'm having my own brand that I'm launching uh, uh, soon. It's a it's a fashion brand uh, called Medici Vu, uh, and it's a brand where we bring awareness to little kids. I have a daughter who's five years old, and so we want to select for them the best uh, quality clothes, but with a vision that giving them empowerful for the future. So through the fashion, you can make them understand that they can have their world in their hand. They can be powerful women in the future, still being super elegant, nice princess in the way they dress. At the same time, I'm part of 
Will of Thrive is a European foundation based in Brussels that uh, wants to make the world of women a better world for the future generation. And, uh, and I, I have other commitments. So I am the great magister of a knight's order called the Order of San Martino uh, in Rome. And uh, the beautiful things of this order is the only uh, Catholic order where we are open to any other religion. And we are having a chapter all over the world. And we have two events a year. And the women and the men are the same. So I'm the first... Uh, let's say it's progressive knights order where women and men are the same because we believe that we can uh, both combine, er combine energy and making great work. And we donate 50% of our time uh, to make the world a better place. What has been your most humbling experience working with charities? Maybe donating my time. Uh, it's the things that probably my time is very precious for me and, uh, and I donate a lot of time to auctions and that's it's probably the best thing you know when you donate a painting or when you donate money it's something that we can all do but our time is very precious in one life only that we have so sometimes my my my, my time value more than a lot of material things and so i think that's one of the best uh, things i've done it in uh, in the charity world you've said a royal mindset can benefit anyone in their lives give us an example on what this means Yes, uh, it means that uh, not all of us uh, have the opportunity to have a, a nice, safe, uh, uh, growing up environment. And so sometimes having uh, a way of thinking that comes from, uh, from a family is, that is advantage if it's used for the good things. It may be a good thing because we can somehow think about majority of the of the people in a in a more uh, generous way because we were lucky in the way we grew up and so sometimes it's uh, it's part of our uh, day life to help other people and you know some people has to help themselves they can't have the time to help other people so yeah, that was the meaning of that phrase it means means trying to to feel that even if you are not royals but you are just a person, you can do help to somebody else in your scale. Your family motto is make haste slowly. What does this mean and how do you implement this in your life? It means that uh, you have to do one, of the, one step at a time, anything you do. And, uh, and, uh, and so that's what it means. It means don't risk uh, to jump. It's better to walk down with the banking industry, what can you tell us about the future of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology? Uh, the winner of this game is the blockchain technology, uh, more than cryptos. Cryptos, uh, it's uh, something that is arriving, and, uh, and, but I, my personal opinion is that the technology is what is really great and uh, can change so many things. And I'm, I'm applying uh, the blockchain technology on the banking system. It's a much safer, much faster processing process much cheaper processing process so the benefit is only to the final user who are the consumer and that they will be able to have uh, their transaction in the banking uh, much faster much cheaper so i'm one of the world player and i want to bring uh, this uh, vision to the world it's a breaking 
system because you know the banks are making money each time they are charging you for some fee to do any photocopy or any paper the digital aspect of banking will have no paper so we have to be reinventing banking and medici bank medici.bank is one of the player in the world tell us more about your luxury real estate company based in texas um, my family has investment, has a family office investment around the world, and so we do different investment in, uh, in real estate, mostly in Europe, and we're starting in USA. Uh, and so we just uh, we just think that in the moment of crisis, in the moment of pandemic, it's important to differentiate the portfolio and owning uh, agriculture, estate, uh, um, uh, olive oil uh, or wineries. It will always make your portfolio be safe in moment of uh, of of crisis like this moment. So 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 it's very important to kind of continue what my family have done for centuries. My family have resisted on any pandemic, different pandemic and the different uh, financial uh, crisis because they were differentiating their portfolio and they were owning agriculture as well, not only real estate or not only jewelry, not only finance. So somehow it's important to have a different portfolio. Tell us about your latest collection called Renaissance Pop. How did you come up with the style? Because I am, I am a, a son of the pop culture. I was born in the south of Italy and uh, there was a very famous Italian artist. His name was uh, Mimmo Rotella. He was the, one of the top artists uh, like Andy Warhol. And he was probably two person allowed to come to my home. Uh, that had the pop culture, not just a renaissance uh, or classic experience. And so my art became a mix between uh, putting together the beautiful things of Leonardo da Vinci and putting some modern modern vision that my eyes have seen around the world. And I come up with the idea of renaissance pop. What is the most important personal collection in your family? Uh, we own a lot of beautiful art. Uh, collection is a really huge collection. It goes from... Uh, uh, tapestry that uh, has uh, 1,000 years to Tintoretto artwork and many other artworks. It's very difficult to just select one art piece. Each each art piece of my house, each table, each chair has an history, and it's an history that will be forever there. And uh, the the mentality of the Italian uh, we will never sell anything we own. The painting of the furniture so is a different mindset, different approach because we are what we are thanks to our past and so we keep for our private collection or everything we have so we don't really even financially have ever loan to buy real estate or to do anything else like maybe in other places of the world many other people have done it with their collection so it's private and stays private for now how would you feel if your family never funded the renaissance we will still be in the black ages in the dark ages and sometimes the world wants to bring us to the dark ages. So I think that having a positivity, having a renaissance mindset in where it's putting the man at the center of the attention, respecting the man for his persona, because each one of us can give a support on something. We all are talented in something, and the important is somebody can help us to find what we are talented for and making this talent coming up. So I think we will be still... We'll be, we will, there will be a world with no colors and no joy. 
What is the major project that you're working on now? I am working on a fantastic financial fund. It's called Beneventura Fund. It's a $200 million fund. Um, Ex-CEO of Apple. His name is Gil D'Amelio. The minimum investment is uh, $5 million for this fund, but is a financial fund that will invest in different companies. They are the companies of the future in different sectors, from energy sector to data collecting sector. And so I'm launching now this fund around the world and presenting it at the end of the month in Dubai and then in USA. And um, I'm probably the only one that will give back to the people um, money for the data. Today, the big guys are stealing uh, uh, from all of us uh, our data and making money and uh, let's say that uh, someone arrived uh, and now I'm one of the future players where I will be able to give back some money to the people through the data collecting uh, have a company who is a fantastic company inside of my founders called Kubera and uh, have different companies so so we are going to make a big fight with the big guys to give back something to the to the people. What is the most luxurious thing you've ever had? I had so many luxurious things in life, it's difficult to say one thing in specific. I am so lucky that my life is full of luxury and um, and uh, and um, uh, probably the most luxurious things was during COVID time uh, when uh, every, uh, the whole world was uh, uh, in lockdown. I was able to survive very well as my Italian estate is an estate on the beach. We own one mile of private beach and uh, in the south of Italy, in the region of Calabria. And uh, we own a villa with swimming pool and tennis court and mini golf and soccer field. And so uh, the law was that you couldn't go out from your house, but when you have a beautiful estate, that it's like a five-star hotel. Uh, I think I was blessed. That, that's what the luxury was able to give to me. I mean, I didn't really honestly felt the, the, the lockdown as a big problem like majority of the people in the world. And so that's, I think, the luxury that life has done. You know, when you work hard, because we all work hard, if not the things comes from the sky, we have to work hard for everything we get. And so that's the moment where I think they pay when you have... Uh, when you have have an asset like a beautiful big house with a big garden uh, and having your self-production. We produce our strawberries, our lemons, our orange. We can do our, our marmalade. Uh, we have our factories just for us uh, where we have our animals, uh, our eggs, our Italian salami. We produce, I produce fantastic uh, personal prosciutto for myself, uh, storage uh, for two years. So this is the luxury of life that I am uh, blessed to have. And thanks, thanks God that I had this opportunity. Fantastic. And uh, I just want to say a very big thank you for coming onto the podcast. It's been very great. Thank you very much. Look forward to receive from you the email where I can uh, hear the podcast. It was a pleasure to meet you. And hopefully one day we will meet soon again.